Hey, Wes Brom, I appreciate what you've done for me. I'll cook you a nice dinner. <laughs> is that Pete or Bob? I can't keep that straight. That's, that's Pete. That's Pete. Bob is on the West Pete, Coast. Pete Ariello was his name? <laughs> Don't ever forget my fucking name, Brooks. <laughs> time for the podcast. Hand in your transfer request and start learning French. It's time for the Dirty Tackle podcast. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howler Magazine's WhatAHowler.com. I am here with a couple of jabronis who go by the names of Ryan Bailey and Theo Messi. Ryan, let's start with you. How are you? What are you wearing? What's going on? I'm fine, thanks, Bruce. Before we get into it, what is a jabroni? To you. You are a jabroni. Just you and Theo. Look yourself up in the dictionary. Just a couple of jabronis. So jabroni means handsome and erudite gentleman very well. Don't the lump me in with this jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I am doing very well. Thank you for asking. Today I'm wearing my Warm Ballers t-shirt, which is the uh, mm. the uh, t-shirt. Uh, are they sweaty? Me. Oh, yeah. My ballers are always warm. Trust me on that, Theo. But... Um, <laughs> It's a t-shirt provided to me by my good friend Jimmy Conrad. He's got a very good YouTube channel. You should go check Flex. it out and type in the hashtag warm boilers into your internet plug. machines. Blah, 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 blah. Nice plug. <laughs> what Conrad. what did you take home for that besides that shirt? Uh, Not that it's a bad shirt. It's, it looks like a great shirt, but did you get anything else? Well, just the love of Jimmy Conrad. Yeah. What do you Goodwill. Mean? Goodwill. Uh, that's true. Goodwill, Theo. Yeah. That's true. Theo, Cynical. how are you? What are you wearing? What do you have to promote? I'm f- I'm fantastic. I I don't think I have anything to promote at this time, but there's still well, time to email sounds me and like, sounds like a personal problem to me. Sort it out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just played my my pre podcast FIFA game again that I say I always play, but it's only the second time I played it, and uh, <laughs> I beat Burnley at Turf Moor. So FIFA. wow, with with what team? Who'd you use? Uh, Man City. Oh, bravo! Oh, okay. so, so yeah, that was a big that win. Was a job upset. Yeah. Um, FIFA, send me the beta version. This is my reverse plug. I want you to give me something, and then I can plug it next time. <laughs> All right, that's smart. I like that. Meanwhile... Oh, what am I wearing? We well, didn't even yeah, get to that. Yeah, that's too. Yeah, do that. I'm wearing a pair of number 99 AC Milan squad shorts from the Ronaldo era. Oh, wow. Very Some rare. Throwbacks. 99's the best squad number. It means like you barely made the team, like Fat Ronaldo. Um, <laughs> Are they extra, extra large? or No, they're not like authentic game-worn, like sweaty okay. shorts. They're like replicas. Yeah. Are you warm right. bowling today? I think technically, yes. Very good. <laughs> if we're going by the book, I'm definitely warm bowling. And Brooks, I see you're wearing a very nice garment right now. Yeah, speaking of plugs, uh, first of all, I'm doing, I'm doing quite well. How could you not be with what you're wearing? And I am wearing, I'm doing quite well because I am wearing the brand new Dirty Tackle t-shirt. Just hot off the presses. It's pretty spectacular. Brooks, uh, how how do you get one of these t-shirts? As I was saying, Ryan, go to (laughs) patreon.com slash dirty tackle and you can get your own. Support the show. Nice. Show it off. You guys won't believe it. Brooks is now 100% smarter than he was when he fucked up the whole Neymar debacle that he's wearing this shirt. He exactly. looks 100% cooler. 
Neymar to PSG makes so much sense to me now. (laughs) It's a clear vision now. It really is. The only kicker, if if you do want to get one of the shirts, is that Brooks is currently wearing all of them, like Joey, when he wears all of Chandler's clothes. So yeah, he's going to have to peel them all off one at a time, and they're quite sweaty. Yeah, I'm going to do one of those T-shirt challenges. Yeah, we're going to make a YouTube video and just peel them off. (laughs) Yeah, you should have put the larges on the top, not the inside, Brooks. You've you've done it wrong. I'm uh, I'm warm pitting it right now. I got some warm, warm pitters. Piss. Hashtag warm pitters. Yeah, there you go. Whoa, good hashtag. All right, so with all the warmness out of the way, let's get to our dirty tackles of the week. Who deserves a dirty tackle this week, guys? Theo, start with you this time, since you get cranky when I don't start with you. Lots of people. Um, mm. Namely, this one was kind of an alley-oop for your boy the kit man over here, but if, if you guys seen this... Uh, Messi, Ronaldo, Barca, Real Madrid, half and half kit that was on display at the leg one of the Super Cup. Yes. Yes. So th- this was alerted. Yes, you to have us. because it's on Twitter and everybody has a Twitter. I'm going to dirty tackle this guy. Shout out to Kevin on Twitter who showed us. Shout out this. to Kevin. And Shout out to Twitter being invented. It was everywhere, but Kevin yeah. more so because you're our boy. Yeah. What's the mentality of a person who wears that kind of shirt? Apart from someone who wants to ruin two shirts. So here's the thing, like, I don't think um, it's a direct result of the Miami Classico, but, like, this would not have happened if there wasn't a Miami <laughs> Classico. Um, and also, for me, as, as, like, a fine purveyor of kits and materials, I, I feel like the craftsmanship, if you look at the back, is an absolute shambles. Uh, it's misaligned. The lines are yeah. off-centers, it's misaligned. It's misaligned. The name comes out to Minaldo, um, you know, which Ronaldo wanted to be his name when he was born, but they had to keep it Ronaldo. Um <laughs> Did so, you know yeah, he was I mean, named it's, it's after uh, he was named after the U.S. president, Minaldo Reagan? <laughs> I did I did know that actually. Yeah, he is. It's a fact. Yeah, so if you haven't seen this picture, it's a half Barca shirt, half Real Madrid shirt. It has the first half of Messi's name and number, so it's like a one and half a zero, and the UNICEF, not the whole UNICEF, and then the second half of Ronaldo's shirt with the Aldo and a bit of a seven. It's an abomination. So, Theo, you think that the Miami Classico ripped a hole in space-time and created an alternate universe that we have now gone in, like in Back to the Future 2, where Chris Cannon is king. Sure. It's like, this is just very, this is very 2017. Like, this is the, this is the dirty tackle that this week of 2017 needs. Yeah. Wow. It's It's an abomination. Yeah. End of times stuff, really. Yeah, that's that's a strong dirty tackle. That's a good way to start. I like that. Ryan, what do you have for us? As Theo said, there are quite a lot of targets in this past week, uh, but I'm going to center in on players who fake injuries when they're really just trying to get transfer moves. There's it's, a lot of them. It's an awful lot of them. There's a big phenomenon. Think back to, say, like Gareth Bale when he went to Real Madrid. Yes, he held out until like September 1st to do it, but at least he didn't pretend to be injured. He just didn't show up for training. Whereas these days, it's like Alex, Alexis Sanchez has to go on Instagram saying, oh, I've got to stay in South America because I've got a slight cold with my dogs. And then he's, uh, you know, <laughs> he's giving permission to miss pre Is that what he said? That was a good impression. Yeah, that was a good like impression. That. That's how he sounds. He sounds, like, yeah. he sounds a lot like my whiny American teen impression. But his return to London was delayed by illness, apparently. And then we found him tweeting stuff from Paris because apparently that's where to go when you're ill. 
Uh, he missed the preseason because he was, uh, you know, recovering from the Confederations Cup, that all-important Confederations Cup, which everybody else needed to recover from. Nope, they didn't. And then you've got people like uh, Philly Coots, my boy Philly Coots, who's, uh, who's got a back complaint at the moment, uh, presumably caused That's by Philip the... Philip Coutinho for normal human beings. Philip, well, yeah, it's Philly Coots around these parts. Um, <laughs> I think the back injury result of carrying Liverpool for most of the last season, or maybe the weight of that giant transfer request he's been carrying around for a couple of weeks now. But either way, <laughs> why bother? It's an emotional weight. We're not stupid. <laughs> Just say you're trying to deal something out with me now. Don't... Don't, don't pretend. It's pretty soft. It's kind of a regression because, as you said, like back when Gareth Bale was doing this, like you could just not show up to training. That's a very footballer thing to do. I feel yeah. like is to not show up for training for no other reason than you don't want to be there. That shit happens all the time. Diego Costa style. I'll take the fines. I'll take the fines. It's okay. Exactly. exactly. So why are yeah. these guys like you know regressing? Be like, oh, I have a fake injury. I don't like well, it. I don't like it. This is Ryan. my question. So is it the players making up these excuses, or are the clubs doing this to try and save face? Like, well, yeah. Well, that's oh, they're, they're not demanding a transfer. They're just hurt. Arsene yeah, Arsene Wenger, Wenger reeks of that. Arsene Wenger probably made it up himself, actually, yeah. He probably did. Yeah. Because yeah. as we know, both of those are players that those clubs want to keep. Liverpool and Arsenal want to mm. keep uh, Coutinho and, and Alexis. So they've been so steadfast in their desire to hold on to them. Maybe they're just like totally oblivious and totally delusional and just saying, oh, they don't want to transfer, they're just hurt, they're just sick. Can we also have a shout for um, kind of in the same family as this? Uh, the public statement that you're going to not sell a player that wants to be sold and then come the end of the transfer window, actually sell them. Yeah. Yeah, that, that never that never backfires. Liverpool, you know, launched that statement saying Coutinho's definitely not getting sold. Wenger's been in the press for what seems like a year now saying Sanchez isn't going. They'll probably both go. Who are yeah. we it's just, it's just like the chairman giving support to the manager, the kiss of death, isn't it? Exactly. Jurgen Klopp with the, uh, we don't want money, we just want Coutinho. We'll see about that. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of Philly Coots out there, huh? There's only one Philly Coots. All right, well, differing viewpoints, I guess. That's what makes the podcast so interesting. <laughs> Maybe in your tangential universe where uh, the Miami Classico destroyed everything. Oh, the one that we live in? Coots. Yeah, reality. Yeah. It sucks. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, my dirty tackle of the week is on the referee. The referees, we got to start dirty tackling more referees around here. We haven't done that enough. So in, especially MLS referees. So in MLS, I don't know if you saw. Yeah, Orlando the refs City, don't get it enough from anyone. They, they need some more. <laughs> Orlando City against the New York Red Bulls. Towards the end of the match, uh, there was a little bit of a scuffle between the two teams. Little players, some, some handbags. And uh, jokingly, because Kaká has, doesn't have an evil bone in his body. He, he belongs to Jesus. Body. He belongs to Jesus. He, uh, he grabbed the face of Aurelian Collin, uh, New York Red Bulls player. Very and, slippery, shiny face. Mm. Yeah, and former teammate of Kaká's in Orlando. So they're, they're buddies. So as a joke in the middle of this, to lighten the mood maybe, Kaká grabs his face from behind. They have a good laugh about it. They're smiling. It's all lovely. But the, the linesman spots it, and he doesn't like it. So he tells the referee, and so the referee goes to the video review to watch it back and shows Kaká a red card. For a little playful joke. How, as, how do they the re- crock that up when you're looking at it? The, and like you referee, have time to go away and do this mental research that they're friends? Like how do you how do you screw that up? Well the referee says, you know, touching the face, automatic red card, I don't care the intentions. Boom. That's it. So we sent him off. Now Kaka gets a ban and see Orlando City can't uh appeal it because 
MLS has these stringent rules in place for the new video review system where if you appeal and they think your appeal is frivolous, they'll fine you $25,000. They'll double the length of the suspension. You can't appeal anything else for the next two years. So it's like this really harsh penalty. So they're like, we're not even going to chance it. But it's not frivolous. That's it. Right, but... If if they reviewed it on video and the referee still thought that after reviewing it on video, they might think that's frivolous. And now mean? that referee has to incur the wrath of angry Jesus, which will be terrible for him. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be an eternity of pain. Yeah, yes. they belong to each other. No good. <laughs> Isn't the moral here just don't grab French people in the face? No, you should you should definitely do. Isn't that their that. preferred way of greeting? <laughs> <laughs> the reverse Italian. <laughs> yeah, like the neck Italian. grab. <laughs> <laughs> the reverse Italian sounds like a sex move, first of all. No, it sounds like a sub that you get at Jersey Mike's or some shit. <laughs> it's like inside out on flatbread for all my all my healthy people out there. I'm, I, I just wow. find this bizarre. I thought this country was somewhere where you could grab people by whatever area of their body you wanted to, and you could still be like president or anything. And yet, yet you get you know VAR catches you down on these kind of things I well he can still be president but he just can't play an MLS apparently maybe kind of like a life ref we need like a life VAR system yeah that sits above but this, the president is, I don't know this is really ideas. bad and you know it's going to be a mark against video review when, which is unnecessary it's it's just dumb it's bad so dirty tackle to this referee yeah he sounds this like joyless he referee good luck serving your Ooh. band Brooks Honk. Yeah. <laughs> and on that honk, the segment is over. <laughs> and see. <laughs> it's Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Hey, Park kid. This is Jack McPinksnackle, president of the Huddersfield Tourist Board. You might have heard of our lovely little Yorkshire town because our football team just got promoted to Premier League. Personally, I don't follow football because it's for fucking softies. Huddersfield is a rugby town. For you grubby yanks, by the way, rugby's that sport that's a bit like your NFL, except they don't wear padding and the teams don't have shite names and they're not fucking softies. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Huddersfield and some facts to encourage you to pay us a visit. We've got lots of Victorian architecture. Our food is technically edible by EU standards. We're very diverse, as uh, David Wagner's a foreign person and we once had a Chinese restaurant. In 2019, we've been promised we're getting a McDonald's in the town centre. We've invented the fidget spinner, that was us. Uh, Gravity is slightly lighter here, so you actually weigh less. Daniel Craigie's a movie star, he once drove through here to go somewhere else. Uh, Horses, they have the right to vote here. Danny Alves, he's allergic to our children. That's a science fact. And our mayor is made of jam. Don't believe me? Come see for yourself. Oh, that's right. You're never actually going to come here because you're a fucking lightweight softie. Huddersfield, if we're on your bucket list, you need a new fucking bucket, our kid. Huddersfield, we're going to shove McGriddles in your face with our culture. Huddersfield. 2019. You'll have forgotten our name this time next year. Huddersfield. Our children are smelly and they'll make you break out in hives. Huddersfield. If you're going to go to England, just go to London and don't bother going anywhere else. All right. Thank you for that, Jack McPintSnaggle. What was his name? Pintsnaggle? I don't know. I don't know the guy. Pintsnaggle. Pintsnaggle. Well, 
whatever his name was. Thank you for that. This week's shout-outs go to Wayne Wong, Kat C, and Daniel Boutwell. Three people who are more valuable to us than headblades are to Zinedine Zidane. <laughs> headblades. That's, that one was, that's for Theo. That's just for, for Ryan. Theo. Ryan loves a good headblade. Yeah. Love those head blades. If Ryan loses fantasy football this year, we're going to headblade his head live on Periscope. <laughs> Tune in. Yeah, we'll have to talk about my uh, fantasy team names later, by the way. But head over to patreon.com slash tackle to be as wonderful as Wayne, Kat, and Dan. And help us support the show. At the $5 level, you'll get access to Extra Time, our bonus segment at the end of every show that's only available to the ET gang. ET. It's the best segment. At the $10 level, you'll get a shout-out on the show and a lovely T-shirt like the one I'm wearing right now. It's quite nice. The, li- literally the one he's wearing right now. Li- literally. Podcast worn. One of one. Yeah, it's not the exact one I'm wearing, but you'll Red get a card autographed by, by Brooks. The one Brooks' dog sleeping on in the corner. Yes, I don't have a dog, but yes. <laughs> sure. And at the $100 level, Theo Messi will draw a picture of you holding a tennis racket. He will. He'll do it. I swear I will. That's patreon.com. Slash Dirty Tackle. Support the show. I'm not too we good at the drawing tennis rackets. To help us grow. And so Ryan doesn't have to shovel snow. What a rhyme. That was my little... Damn. Bars. E.T. Gang. That's my little rhyme. You like that? No. Geek, geek. <laughs> I live in North Carolina. I, don't, I moved here specifically so I wouldn't have to shovel snow. Well, we're going to make you shovel snow anyway. I'm going <laughs> to shove your face in the yellow snow, kid. <laughs> Bob? Bob Bob Bradley was that you? No, that's his neighbor Pete Oriello <laughs> that makes the best <laughs> pasta vajul on the block. Pete Oriello. <laughs> Bob Bradley's neighbor. Wow. Only the finest guests here on the Dirty Tackle podcast. <laughs> Open door policy here at DT Pod by the way. <laughs> Anyone can come. It's Pete like hardest field. <laughs> Bob Bradley never got to go there because he got sacked from Swansea in like a week. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> well, let's get Pete out of here and uh, let's do some life rough. Bye, Pete. Let's let's do some life rough. Pete's the life rough. <laughs> no, Pete is not the life rough. He's going to cater for life rough with his Italian food. Is <laughs> the life rough. <laughs> it's the life ref he refs your life so you better watch out he's gonna officiate your life because you don't play by the rules but you should all right it's time for life ref where we make some Binding decisions on the questionable calls in the world of football. I might have gotten those words reversed, but that's what we're doing. Example, life ref, yellow card to Brooks for fucking up the intro. Yeah, exactly. That's that's how it works. So what's our what's our first case here? Who wants to start? Who wants to get us rolling? I'll take it as our resident. Don't say Pete. <laughs> You're the one that keeps bringing up Pete. Pete is long gone. <laughs> Uh, Jack put Pete. pint snuckle here. I'd like to get one in if that's all right. <laughs> what are you? What are your eyes closed? You can't see these people walking in and out. <laughs> they are closed, actually. I do this with my eyes closed. It's the only it way to podcast. Go by your eyes easier. closed. Yeah. <laughs> all right, eyes closed, and I. I'll, sing I'll, a song. I'll go first. I'll take the lead here. Transfer window. Okay. The transfer Ryan, window. We're all familiar with it. This. It's a window. 
for transfers. It's going to end at the end of August, hopefully. Hopefully it's going to slam shut then. But should it end then, why don't we end it when the season begins? Like, you know, the logical way we should do it. Well, so apparently in the Premier League, there's a, a rumbling that they're going to try and make this happen. That they're going to end the transfer window before the season starts. This needs um, to happen. A number of clubs are in support of this for obvious reasons. You know, you want to have your your squad set before you start the season. Only makes Theo sense. Messi FC supports. But then there are some other clubs, apparently like Man United, who are against this because they think that other leagues might not follow suit and it might put them at a disadvantage in, in European competition. So... I mean, I'm in favor of it. I think this is a play on. I say definitely end the transfer window earlier before the season starts. It only makes sense to me. Yeah, uh, so think, yellow think, yellow card to those that extended the transfer window past the start of the season originally. Right. Because I think if the Premier League does it first, others will follow suit. They're, they're a tastemaker. They're a trendsetter. I think that'll, that'll work. Also, call me crazy, but aren't these... <laughs> Um, yeah, man, that's that's what happens when you live in a place that matters. Um, <laughs> people die all the time. People die all the time. <laughs> um. oh, <okay. laughs> that's, that's a great line. The that horns keep going there. off. The horn is like a, city like a backtrack. City motto. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> For this motto, hot take. die all the time. <laughs> For this hot take I'm about to drop. I think okay. I'd rather live in a place that doesn't matter if living in a place that does matter means you have fucking horns going off every two seconds. <laughs> Call me crazy, but damn, there's so many noises. <laughs> so um, many horns. Call, <laughs> call me crazy, but... Can you record indoors aren't... next time? <laughs> <laughs> I literally... <laughs> I live in a construction site. Like, straight up. Is there a car alarm factory next to your apartment? There's literally between four and seven 50-plus story buildings going in all around my apartment. Anywho, call me crazy, but... (laughs) Is it not the English players that are calling these sirens to go off? No. Is it not the English players that draw out their transfer sagas into the season anyways? So, you know, why are they worried about other clubs? It's always the English teams that are drawing these sagas out. Anywho. But it's really not, though, because you have, like, Usmani Dembele at Borussia Dortmund. He's doing the same thing over over in Germany. Right. That was a Uh, hot take to, like, to back up the horns. I was just trying to play into it, but maybe that's wrong. Okay. Yeah, that's very wrong. Um, You got to end it, though, before the the season. Um, Because it would would shorten the intensity of Transformageddon. Um, we're, We're all getting tired. Yeah. It would make more deals go through quicker. That's what everybody wants to see. It's just going to happen a few weeks later. Integrate players into the team faster. Play on. End it. Ryan, what was your verdict on that? Yeah, play play on. on. Yeah. Play on totes. Totes. They make it just like one month. Do it real quick. Like high-intensity high transfer Mageddon. Especially when there's a mid-season transfer window as well. It's not like in an American sport with yeah. the, the trade deadline and like that's your mid-season you know, kerfuffle of transactions. You know They have the January window anyway, so... Give it some breathing time. Get, get the AC going. Close the window. Refresh yourself. Get, get ready for January. Close your damn windows. Block out the horns. <laughs> my window is closed. <laughs> Unlike the transfer window, my window is closed. So our next Life Ref case, Diego Costa. What the hell is he doing right now? What's that guy's deal? Great question. That's, that's what I asked you. As far as I can see, he's being paid quite handsomely to sit at home in Brazil and watch Chelsea on TV. 
Yeah, so he's in Brazil. He's complained to reporters about how they're mistreating him. There's some kind of lawsuit in the works. And he refuses to uh, to come back to England for training and be a part of the team, even though he's under contract. He's holding out for his move back to Atletico Madrid. Atletico don't have the money, and they're transfer banned. So how is this going to work? What is Diego Costa going to do? So the sequence of events, wasn't it he refused to come back, and the next day Chelsea were like, yeah, we're expecting him back in training. Isn't that what happened? Pretty much, yeah. How? What the fuck's going on there? <laughs> That's this is my question. Why do they expect him to come back? This is like because a double contract. version of Liverpool's Philly Coot statement. He has to, but does he? Like he's clearly hasn't come back yet. Will he come? Well, he back? can be fined. They're, they're going to fine him a whole bunch of money. Yeah, he's being fined every day, but obviously he's being paid more than he's being fined, so he's still in profit while sitting yeah. at home doing nothing and like Seems playing like pickup with his friends. And you know, he's he's his protest was. Oh, they're making me train with the reserves. I've been banned from talking to the first team. I mean, maybe that's not such a bad thing after all. I don't know. John Terry's not there anymore, so it's not that bad. But I mean, <laughs> well, they did lose the Burnley, so <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not such a bad thing. And just because you've been, you know, told to train with a different set of people doesn't mean you shouldn't turn up for work at all. I'm pretty unimpressed with Diego Costa. I'm giving him a red card for this one, but Ooh. also I'm going to only give him a one-match ban because at least he didn't make up an injury. Yeah, oh, he's being okay. real with it, which I respect. Yeah, this is also a red card for me. I think it's just hurting his own cause because who's going to want a player who who pulls this kind of stuff? Atletico Madrid. I think, well, yeah, maybe, but they won't cough up the money for him. They're they're trying to lowball Chelsea because he's holding out, and uh, Chelsea's like, no, we're not doing that. And it was funny because he's he's really turned the knife on on Conte, who who they used to be like the Bash Brothers, you know, in the Chelsea supporters' eyes, like two crazy men just blazing their way to titles um but yeah it's funny in his statement that he gave from brazil in that interview he was like <laughs> you could tell he was covering his tracks he was like chelsea the boys still love me the first teamers like william and david Luiz, they text me things like diego we love you <laughs> it's like oh do they <laughs> got it understood but yeah i mean he has this whole poor what was me act going and if I'm not mistaken, Diego Costa has been angling for a move out of Chelsea for like the last three or four transfer windows now. There was that whole thing with China where he's going to go there for a whole bunch of money. He's been begging for a move back to Atletico for at least a full year now. He's shown no commitment to this club, and now he's sad that they're not being super nice to him. It's a, it's a straight red card for me. Uh, I'll give him a yellow because I like that he, he's not being a pussy about it. He's just like, I'm, I'm hanging out in Brazil. Come get me. Fight me. I mean, th- that is true. There's a certain level of honesty to it that these other players don't have in their situations. So that could be worth something. Maybe but. if Atletico moves to the Chinese Super League, they would get on transfer band, move them there, case closed. Th- yeah, that could be a good call, actually. Just, just a thought. They might do that. Okay, so our final Life Ref case this week is a little conspiracy theory that I've been working on. So in the first leg of the uh, Spanish Super Cup, Cristiano Ronaldo... Uh, conspiracy of the horns. Conspiracy of the say, horns. The Theo, horns put, going you could put your tinfoil hat on, but I realize that tinfoil is like holding up your walls right now, so you should probably leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> so, first leg... <laughs> the horns won't stop. First leg of the Spanish Super Cup. Ronaldo comes off the bench, scores a big goal, rips off his shirt, Unreal holds goal. it up like Messi to, to mock Messi, gets a yellow card. Then, like, two minutes later... He gets another yellow for diving, 
and he gets sent off. He doesn't like this. He shoves the referee. <laughs> it's good, man. It's like Bobo can just chill. He doesn't have to put the air horns in. It's all good. The, the horns give, give it extra emphasis. I like See? So he gets sent off and he shoves the ref. He's so angry. He Shoved the ref. is a strong word. He, you can't shove someone with nut- four of your fingers. He, he pushed him. It was a deliberate push, but it wasn't very hard. And so he's gotten a five-match ban for this as a five. result. Five entire 90-minute so matches. Outrageous. My theory is Ronaldo just came back from his extended uh, break after the Confederations Cup. He likes his little vacations in between, uh, you know... <laughs> In between car horns. So my theory is he got this ban on purpose. You know, Ronaldo knows that you can't go shoving referees, even though I was dirty tackling them earlier in the show. He knows you can't shove referees. So I think he did this on purpose to get a little extra time off early in the season so he's nice and fresh at the end for Champions League finals and, you know, the the big matches at the end. I don't think so because today he posted an Instagram, a very artful photograph of the referee showing him the red card and Ronaldo looking back. And he said, impossible to be immune to this situation five games like are you kidding me well he's got to put on a show and and act like he's angry you can't just say hooray i got five days off i don't think he's getting banned for five games on purpose i think he definitely knew he was going to get sent off and good for him does anybody deliver more on the big stage than ronaldo in terms of entertainment value to come on to score that goal yeah to dive to push the ref and get sent off and get banned for five games in a two-legged cup final Amazing. Yeah. He's the greatest. For a super Cup, that was says. a strong 24 minutes. To mock action. Messi with the celebration, like, it was unbelievable yeah. value from Ronaldo. It really was. Ryan, what do you think of my of my theory? Uh, I think it's bullshit. Yeah? Yeah. So you say play on to Ronaldo and his red card. Piping bullshit. I say play on. I think, as, I say, as Theo said, I don't think he was, he didn't like Paolo Di Canio shove him. It was just a little bit of a tap and... Uh, Heat at the moment. How would he know that five games though? Because his counterpart, the person that he's always compared to, Messi. There's a video of him going around. Does the same thing to a ref. Wasn't even shown a card or anything. Just played the rest of the match. Let alone ban for. But five didn't matches. he get a ban after the fact for that? I don't think so. And I if he did, he did, let's just say he did it because facts don't <laughs> matter in this debate that we're having about Ronaldo and Messi. There's a bias against Ronaldo because he's got too much swag. He's dripping with it. Messi's soft. Red card, Messi. Well, even if he didn't want the ban, I think this works out very well for him. I think a little extra time off will serve him very well in his advancing years. He could do extra sit-ups, maybe? Exactly. Some extra Instagramming, some more selfies. It'll serve him well. More of that uh, thing he puts in his mouth and wiggles, that long stick thing he advertised in Japan. One of those. Yeah, the the, the smile exerciser. You never saw that? No. (laughs) Yeah. He advertised this product in Japan where you put it in your mouth and it has these two, like, weighted wings on it and you like nod your head up and down and the wings like like bounce around and it's supposed to exercise your face yeah so it's like a uh it's like a blowjob trainer uh maybe yeah tight in that you're, case it serves a purpose you're but... a blowjob trainer they always said Ronaldo <laughs> fancy to blowy that way as well as the other way oh uh, okay where are those horns when you need them see see C. Yeah, Love the guy maybe on Twitter that gave us the C. That was awesome. Yeah, that's what the horn was. It was a C, C, C. Correct. It was Ronaldo outside your window saying C. Outside your Saram rap windows. <laughs> All right, time for another commercial. 
As transfer fees continue to rise, it gets more and more difficult to figure out what to pay for a given player. I really want Salomon Kalu, but I have no idea what to pay for him. Sounds like you need the transfer fee generator. Transfer fee generator? What in the name of fucking Steven Ireland is that? The transfer fee generator figures out the perfect transfer fee for this crazy mixed up world so you don't have to. Wow, so how does it work? All you have to do is text the name of the player you want to pound sign, pound sign, pound sign, star two. We will then ask a five-year-old who regularly eats glue to say the biggest number he can think of. And boom, you got your transfer fee. Let's give it a try. All right, transfer fee generator. What should I pay for Scott Dan? Bobby, put down that glue and tell me the biggest number you can think of. 72 million. You heard him. 72 million for Scott Dan. Wow, that's perfect. What about Samir Nazri? Bobby, what's the biggest number you can think of now? Uh, a cat? <laughs> One cat for Samir Nazri. Incredible. Thanks, transfer fee generator. The transfer fee generator. Generating fees that make just as much sense as everyone else's. It's transfer Armageddon. This is taking really long. I hope that Armageddon is much shorter than this. Transfer Armageddon. Sirens and stuff. Transfer Armageddon. Plug my name into the transfer fee generator. See what comes out. Is it a cat? Jason McGannon, Jesse Rodriguez going to Stoke. Jason McGannon, sniff some blue, make some fees. Let's do this. Rah! <laughs> Horn, come in. No. <laughs> okay, folks, it's that time again. Transfer McGannon, one of our final Transfer McGannons, but not really because the Yay! transfer window is far too long. It'll never right. end. It'll never ever end. First up. A particularly hilarious one, in my estimation. Paulinho from the Chinese Super League to Barca. Ryan, what's the fee? Get out the get out the calculator. What was it? Uh, a cat? <laughs> no, it was a lot of Basically, cats. Basically, it was a lot of cats. It was a whole lot of cats. Yeah. Tons of money for a player that sucks ass. What was it, 40 million euros? I believe 40. That's a figure that million? sticks in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. This is the same Paulinho that Spurs bought with the Gareth Bale money. And he was an abject disaster, and then he went to China. And now he plays for the best club in the world, by a lot of people's judgment. So, there you go. I love this. Um, I've got a little quote here from, I think, from The Guardian. I read this uh, from Gangzhou Evergrande, Paulinho's club. Losing Paulinho is a loss for Evergrande, but it's a good thing for Chinese football. It proves that the world's leading clubs are paying attention to the Chinese Super League. No, no, it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. just proves that Barcelona are really stupid. That's all it proves. <laughs> But, I mean, okay, so in Paulinho's defense, he has been playing well in China for whatever, whatever that is worth. How but do he's, you know that? But he's also been playing well. How do you well. fucking Prove know it. that? He's leading Prove the league it. in all these statistical categories. He's, he's objectively You can't even watch YouTube well. videos of the Chinese Super League because it's China. <laughs> yeah, I think you can, but that's not the point. But he's also been doing well for the Brazilian national team. That's really why they bought him. So apparently Barcelona talked to the Brazilian Federation before they made this crazy pants bid. And they said, Brazil, is he... Is he legit? And Brazil was like, yeah, he's pretty good. So they bought him. So my whole thing is... Never trust the Brazilian Federation. And I know, given my recent history, this will be called into question. Here we go. But what if what if he's not so bad? <laughs> <laughs> what, 
what if what if he <laughs> exactly what if he serves a purpose for Barcelona and, and does pretty well? Like it's it's semi possible, right? Brooks, you're you're absolutely right. Barcelona are in desperate need of midfielders, and Paulinho is the perfect solution. Well, to that they kind of I mean right. they kind of are. So Iniesta is getting old. He's breaking down sadly as i the must fact say. that you just yeah, said paulinho is going to replace iniesta yeah it's is, perfect is enough reason yeah, yeah. for all the patreons to go away yeah yeah i'm, yeah. I'm t- pulling my donation they out. have problems <laughs> in the midfield they have issues in the midfield that they need to sell they need some warm body yeah they've got a big paulinho problem now the fact they spent 40 million on this <laughs> shit bag it's a massive issue it, okay i'm just saying and if they're paying that for paulinho what's next Dembele is going to be like 400 million euros, I swear to God. Well, yeah, Dortmund wants like 180 million for him, I think. Um, plus a cat. Plus a cat, yeah. Got to throw that cat in for a good measure. But I'm just saying everyone is so against it, so certain he'll fail. It just makes me think that maybe those cosmic sickos, the football gods who have a weird sense of humor might make him succeed. Nope. And and by that silence, I <laughs> yeah. must be the only one entertaining that possibility. I can't see it. It's just the optics of it are fucking terrible. You sell Neymar. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Top three player in the world. And you take about, I don't know, a quarter of his check, put it towards Paulinho. The fuck is that about? Yeah, all I'm saying is there's a, I think there's a 95% chance this is the dumbest thing they've ever done in Barcelona. I'm just saying there's a 5% chance it might not be awful. That's all. Yeah, Barcelona really playing the odds there. Well done, guys. <laughs> well, on, um, on Transfer Mart... $40 million lottery uh, ticket. On Transfer Mart, his agent is listed as KGM Sports, and he's their biggest client. But I haven't actually looked at which companies Neymar's dad has registered. So I'm going to do a little <laughs> bit of Googling into that and see if he's uh, getting a cut of this one, too. He must. Or at least an orgy. He gets an orgy out of it, at least, I'm sure. You know. There's another Sao Paulo boy, you never know. That's, well, yeah, that's a good point. While you guys hash that out, I'm going to be over here mm, fappy and bapping my way through Trace. Fappy and He's going to move. Fappy. He's going to move to PSG following Neymar's outrageous transfer. They're going to smash the record again. I've seen fees bandied about in the 180 million euro range. How? I don't care if that's not true. I think that's what it is. How can they be allowed to do this? Um, financial fair play is not a thing. Oh my god, how is Hang this... on, Theo. Before I p- express my opinion on whether this is going to happen or not, Brooks, what do you think? I'll say the opposite. I mean, at this point, I'm not betting against PSG. I, the thing is, Ryan, I know what you're going to say. Oh. At, at this point, he, I mean... Well, okay, so first of all, he's, he sat out the first Monaco match of the season. They, they benched him, so he's obviously yeah. going somewhere. So they wouldn't just do that for no reason. I mean, apparently Man City's in for him now. Apparently PSG's president thinks that Man City might have turned his head. So that's a possibility out there. But I, I can't doubt PSG anymore. I mean, they, they proved me so wrong, I can't go against them again. So Smart. I have to say that... Way to learn. Yeah. You're like a good little dog. <laughs> so I have to say that it's at least possible, yeah. I mean, right. they, they, I, they have If so I were you, money. I wouldn't say the opposite of that because I think he learned his lesson. Yeah, that sounded actually quite reasoned. And I think that's actually what's going to happen. He's from Paris. He wants to play for Paris. Um, the tandem of him and Neymar is going to be insane. Um, the world is ending. There's half and half Barca kids, Barca Madrid kids. How much is he going to cost? What's the price being talked about here? Another 180 to 200. It, yeah. So what? It's it's going to be more than Neymar, they're saying. Oh, God. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't think it'll be more than Neymar. I, I think They're it'll be one of these two hundred. Well, Neymar was two twenty, so there is some room in there below two twenty. The thing, man, when you're when you're doing soccer in America, but, but the, this is what different currencies floating. This around. is what confuses me. So first, they said it was his boyhood dream to play for Real Madrid. Then they said no. He wants to play PSG. He's from from Paris. He wants to play for PSG. Now they're saying, "Oh, Man City. That's his. That's his new thing." It was his dream to move to Manchester from a very young age and enjoy the weather. Th- this kid has a lot of dreams. Every week he's a new dream. He's like the uh, modern day Robbie Keane, who said it was his boy exactly dream to play for every single club he played for. <laughs> he's, he's a young Robbie Keane. <laughs> One of the most unfortunate comparisons for young Fappy Fappy McKean. Fappy McKeeney. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of that's just the media blowing hot smoke. It's like you see a picture of a bunch of Ronaldo posters, you think he wants to play for Madrid. Um, anything that's yeah, the story. Huh? I guess I guess your point was right the other week when you said that the younger generation tends to follow individual players more than clubs. Maybe this is proving that yeah. true. Yes, that was one of many genius fucking things that I said. <laughs> uh, okay. If you want to list more, we don't have time. So go on. Speaking of genius, our next... Transformageddon breaking news update. Gilfie Sigurdsson to Everton for another cool 40 million, was it? Another 40 million pounds? 45. Everton. 45 million. Everton. Everton, a satellite office of PSG these days. Everton splashing the cash. See, I think Everton like went to Paris outside their, their offices, and some of the PSG executives must have dropped some money, and they picked it up. Because they are flashing cash. They've spent like $100 million, haven't they? And they're going to be wasting some money on Wayne Rooney this season. So maybe they're trying to offset that by hey. getting someone who might actually be useful. He scored in his first game, Ryan. So your, your prediction of seven goals for Rooney is under threat here already. St- yeah. I will happily stand by that. Yeah? Six to go, bitch. Yeah. Um, they're, uh, this is a good signing, first off. Kid, kid's a hell of a Premier League footballer. Um, but just wait until the Ross Barkley money comes in if Everton end up selling him. Then they're going to buy Paulinho from Barcelona for $80 million. <laughs> I think it's a good signing, too. I mean, people get upset about the numbers, but all the numbers are huge now. you got to get over that. It's Well, hang on a sec. They're not all huge. Blaise Matuidi going to Juventus for 18 So, Gilfie God, Sigerson Juve, is worth... you thrifty, yeah. neck-back-grabbing mother <laughs> truckers. Apparently, yeah. Gilfie Sigerson is worth more than twice Blaise Matuidi, which makes perfect sense. Sure. Okay, that doesn't yeah, make sense. It's right. not that far off, though. I don't think it's that far off. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blaise Matuidi has a cool name. <laughs> so is Gilfie Sigurdsson, though, to be fair. That's true, yeah. Gilfie's way cooler. That's why you pay more <laughs> value. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a fine deal. I think that, that makes some degree of sense. I think Everton, they're a team on the rise. I think they're, you got to watch out for them. You know, producer Bobo Martino, he supports them. and Shout out to Bobo. They're, they're making him happy. Bobo. I like it. Whatever makes Bobo um, happy, I'm in favor of. So Everything yeah. makes Bobo happy. He's a very jolly fellow. Yeah. Well, it's all those very jolly. bong rips he does. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, last one here. Johnny Evans to Manchester City. Uh, guys, what I want a prediction from each of you. What is the fee to be paid by Manchester City for Johnny Evans? Well, first of all, I think this is final proof that Pep Guardiola has completely lost his mind. Johnny Evans... Do you think he's just been scratching away at it so much that like it's gone into his cortex and the yeah. mind is just gone? He's rubbed it away like a pencil eraser, his mind. And um, this is proof of it. <laughs> Johnny Evans to Man City. They need a defender. 
Oh boy! And, and on that's the cheap, they're only going to pay like forty million for Johnny Evans. <laughs> that's <probably>. right. <laughs> <laughs> Just a cool seventy-five million for Johnny Evans. Yeah. Uh, get the transfer fee generator out. Let's let's make some magic. I can see Pep Guardiola going to sort of the Manchester City bosses and saying, "Please, I want to buy another fullback." No, you've already bought seventeen this summer. <laughs> Please, one more fullback. No, you've already bought a million of them. Okay, uh, how about a centre back? Okay, you can have a really rubbish one from West Brom. How's that? <laughs> Deal. Okay. So speaking of West Brom, just like not to change the subject too much here, but kind of give a shout out to Tony Poulos pulling off the most Premier League move of all time by bringing Gareth Barry to West Brom to play for Tony Poulos. Just the synergy there is orgasmic. That's just so wonderful. It makes me happy. Gaza Baza. In 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 such a crazy world to know that Gareth Barry will be playing for West Brom for Tony Poulos. That's it makes sense. It, it, I understand Tony that. Poulos and, and Gaza Baza are like the black box it, in like a plane. Like you can't destroy them from the Premier League. <laughs> they are forever. Yeah. They are always there. They are. They're the same age as well, I think. <laughs> I think you might be right, yeah. I'm pretty sure Gareth Barry has a peg leg, though. Is that true? Gareth Barry? No, I don't think yeah. so. He kind of runs like he has a peg leg. That was a rumor about my middle school vice principal, but I don't know about Gareth Barry. Damn, Gazbaz was your middle school vice principal? Yeah, he, he, he could be, actually. He could have been. He was like, Mr. Balding, yeah. Mr. Gazbaz. <laughs> Mr. Gazbaz. <laughs> Get your peg leg out of the hallway. Oh, okay. So He does seem to have the personality of a vice principal, to be fair. Yeah, so West Brom, thank you for holding it down. In this crazy mixed-up world, thank you for making some sense, West Brom. We appreciate it. Thanks, West Brom. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, West Brom, I appreciate what you've done for me. I'll cook you a nice dinner. Is that Pete or Bob? I can't keep that straight. It's Pete. Pete. Bob is on the West Coast. Pete Ariella was his name? (laughs) Don't ever forget my fucking name, Brooks. (laughs) All right, so are we throwing uh, Philly Coos in here too? Philly Coos to Barcelona. Is that going to happen? Yes. Will Barcelona has all the power... If a player wants to go somewhere, they go there. Will Barcelona? He's, he's got a back injury. There's no room for him. Paulinho's there. Will Barcelona pry <laughs> Philly Coots from Jurgen Klopp's cold dead hands? Will that yes. happen? Yeah. And it's sad, it's sad to watch Jurgen be so possessive over like his number one bay, Philly Coots. It's like you know you, you could have more of these. Your your owners have money. You can go out and buy new ones. You know, don't be so protective. You know, he's let, gonna be devastated. But Klopp let is a fly. very romantic guy. He's a very like emotional guy. I know, but but he's looking like desperate now. It's like, yo, you got more game than that. Like, I mean, you have funny. You think that you got he'd... the Liverpudlian sayings, the glasses. Like, you could do well for yourself. <laughs> just just let him go. Let him live. You think that he'd be used to this by uh, now uh, after uh, everything uh, that uh, that uh, Bayern Munich did to him when he was with Dortmund, took all of his players, all of his best players. So you think he'd be used to it by now, but he's really... Maybe he's spurned, yeah. Maybe he's like, not this one. Yeah, Philly he's, he's really... You've got the Philliest coot. <laughs> You've got game. the Philliest coot. I love you. Oh. But how would he actually say it, Ryan? I love you. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> That's the count. Yeah, yeah. That's the count. See, if I was Philly coots, I'd be trying to get away from that count-sounded motherfucker, too. <laughs> that shit's scary. Go hang out with that. Paulinho. Oh. On that note, that's it for not only Travis Mergeddon, but regular time on the show. Join us for extra time where we'll be talking about Serie A, the Premier League, and some interesting new features in FIFA 18. Hit up patreon.com slash tackle to become a member of the ET gang 
and get access to our extra segment on the show. Thanks to producer Bobo Martino. We missed you while you were away. Bobo gang. End of last week. That's why we did an early show last week. Bobo was missing. But he's back now. Back in action. On social media, we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Twitter, I am at BrooksDT. Ryan, what's your Twitter handle? At Jack McPintsnackle. Oh, that's that's a strong account. I follow mm. that one closely. It's been I've banned. To tourism. It's been banned a few times for for some horns, some uh, very loud horns on the on the on the Twitter account. But I think uh, it'll be okay. Theo, what what is your Twitter account? At P Oriello. <laughs> I love pasta bajul. <laughs> oh, Pete, he's he's my new favorite addition to the show. All right, he's never coming back. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, don't go. Join us for extra time where we're not so shit on the podcast. Come now. Come along. Come along. Follow Ciao the a tutti from Pete Ariello. Love you.